This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I got to say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, Feels. This song is from the perspective of a sad, short, coy, squirrely little Jewish man. <clears throat> if I had a golden mic, if I had a golden mic, oh my mom would hug me too. Not just Jake, that's cruel. If I had a golden mic, if I had a golden mic, well I would be invited back to game night. Back off, I'm the doctor, dude. All right. If I had a golden mic, if I had a golden mic, well, lonely and horny wouldn't be an exact documentation of my life. If I had a golden mic, oh Jake Hurwitz, if I were you, if I were you, if I were you. I know I get the turdy this week for wanting it too bad. And you know what? Jake's the man. He gets the golden mic already. That's gotta be a record or something. Getting the golden mic in the theme song. You're the man, Jake Herwitz. And I'm a little, I'm a little turd man collecting turdies. If I were you, show starts now. Huge. Wow. Huge. <laughs> That is a record, right? That's absolutely a record. I'm floored. I'm actually humbled, honored, and chuffed. I'm right cheesed by this. <laughs> I can't believe I was awarded the golden mic in the theme song. That's definitely the earliest Eddie mic has ever been given. First yeah. time. Nothing's been said yet. It's crazy. Yeah. But so much it has is been crazy. Said. So much has been said through this through the theme song. I love the idea that sort of my past my past performance on the 385 uh shows has sort of like 
that's Golden Mike worthy in and of itself. I hate the, that. The, the, that's the, a dangerous. The streak was worth the award. <laughs> that's a really dangerous precedent. I don't, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, I think, I mean, the song speaks for itself. There's nothing else to be said. And I appreciate it. And I am humbled by it. And I am chuffed. I really uh, am chuffed. Uh, that was Jordan Holmes, who wanted to give a shout out to Vikes Improv and Yes Ampersand at the University of Victoria. Last time he submitted a theme song, he told us to visit Victoria, and we mistakenly thought he meant Vancouver, but he actually wanted to us to tap into the flourishing fan base of the Canadian island that he currently resides on. Where is Victoria? I guess it's an island off the coast of Canada. Victoria, Canada. I'd love to go. I'm a big fan of Canada. I'm a fan of it. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Made even more so by the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, dude. NBA Finals bound. Actually, by the time you hear this episode, two games deep into their first NBA Finals ever. Is it Thursday, Friday, the games? Thursday, Sunday. Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. Wow, really spreading it out. Yeah, the finals are more spread out because they only want the games to appear on high... TV watching days. Of course. Victoria is near Vancouver. It is indeed an island near Vancouver. So shout out Victoria. Vancouver deserves a basketball team. They had one. Who was it? The Vancouver Grizzlies. Oh, and then they moved to Memphis? That's right. Then they moved and became the Memphis Grizzlies. Are there grizzly bears in Tennessee? Uh, It doesn't matter. There's no lakes in LA either. There's no jazz in Utah. There's Sometimes the no mascot doesn't change. LA has Lake, Toluca Lake, Silver Lake Reservoir. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Lakers are named after, the Silver Lake Reservoir. <laughs> where was the Where were the Lakers before? Minneapolis. Yeah, that makes sense. 10,000 lakes. Yeah, that's that, a lot of lakes. That makes sense. We don't deserve to be the Lakers. We're mostly a desert climber. <laughs> the LA cacti. Actually, I just read this uh, article about how the Raptors were named because they were expansion team in 1996. So they had like hundreds of names that they were considering that were fan-submitted. Then they whittled it down to 10, and Raptors were one of them, and they think that one out because Jurassic Park was so popular in 1993 or 4 Yeah, that uh, the Raptors won out because of that. that. I mean, that totally makes sense. There's no world that Velociraptors are like a well-known dinosaur without Jurassic Park. That's right. You never knew of what a raptor was. A funny runner-up was uh, Saurus Rex, so they'd be called Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, that's... Goddamn. If I hadn't been awarded the golden mic <laughs> in the theme song, that's such a good pun. I think you would have been a contender. Uh, so let's just... I'll, let's start the episode over. I'll use the theme song for the next episode. No, we're not going to do that. Let's not... <laughs> I don't want to get bogged down in this. You were close. You were close. I was awarded the golden mic earlier. I can't give it to you now. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. but it was fine. <laughs> it was a really good pun. Let's just... Let's let it wasn't say. even my pun. I was just... Uh, it actually was one of the top 10 options that they were considering. Is that true? Yeah. And beavers and tarantulas were also up there. Torontosaurus rex. Yeah, it was, was one of the options. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Oh, and also dragons finished like third or fourth, which would have been cool. Yeah. A lot of people oh. are saying with Game of Thrones now, if the raptors were being named today, dragons would probably be the raptors. That Oh, definitely. That would have been cool. The Toronto Dragons. That was my... Um, oh, wait. I didn't go to Hampton High. I But my <laughs> town, that, the town that I lived in, uh, was the Hampton Dragons. Yeah, you might as well go for a huge mythical beast if it the the mascot doesn't matter right my high school was the hornets yeah like, that's not good <laughs> yeah. guys. that's an insect yeah those are i mean they're sort of frightening but they're not really like they're not for, they're not fearsome and ferocious yeah when you have a chance between a bee and a dragon 
Why would yeah. you choose the B? Right. You would run towards the B. In that yeah. situation, <laughs> you run towards the B. <laughs> Watch out. It's the bees. They'll make us honey tonight, which is fine, but don't sting me. Honey's one of my favorite foods. What's the worst mascot? Um, I guess probably one of like the racist ones. The Yeah, Redskins. The, the Redskins. Yeah, yeah the Indians. That's, it's pretty bad. That's got to be bad. What about the Beavers? Oregon State is the Beavers. I mean, I think the Jazz is really bad. The it's kind jazz. of fun to say, but like... There's a, like, look out, the jazz is coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, here comes the jazz. And you don't, wanna, you don't know whether to say, like, here are the jazz or here is the jazz. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely not a good one. The jazz are in town. Mm-hmm. The that's jazz is here. Terrible. <laughs> it's just music. It's just, yeah, it's really bad. It's not frightening. Um, I guess it could be loud. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And then again, sometimes you really dance like a maniac, and that's a little scary. Yeah. yeah. Thunder? I love the Thunder. That's a great name because it's just an audio, much like the jazz. Yeah, but I like. I think that the Thunder is kind of fun because it's like very OKC. Like it's it is like the center of a storm. Right. There's lots of lots of like. What about Magic? That's not even anything. Yeah. The Orlando Magic. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I would have vetoed that if mm-hmm. people were like, "What do you think of the Orlando Magic?" I'd be like, "It should be an animal or a thing. Magic is just an idea that you can trick people with sleight of hand." Right. <laughs> but it also it's a little weird to just make the mascot a- another like an animal, like so there's so many animals. Like yeah. the the Chicago Bears, the Grizzlies, there's like uh, the Cubs. Mm-hmm. There's just like a lot of bear-based <laughs> mascots. Yeah. So the Bruins, little, Boston Bruins. Yeah. It's a little old, you Yeah. Know? So you gotta, you gotta. I think you gotta go into the fantasy, the fantasy. Washington world. Wizards fantasy. Mm, that's, but that's like not. I mean, if you're gonna go to fantasy, you really, you should call them like the the Krakens. Huh? Why not call them the Kraken? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's like a giant squid. <laughs> the Washington giant squids. No, I said the Washington Krakens. Krakens. Yeah, Krakens. <laughs> Release the Kraken. <laughs> Didn't you ever see Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, I don't remember. But Kraken, so that means Kraken is plural already. No, it's one. It is one. A it's single. Kraken. He's yeah. asking to release one giant squid. I guess like, yeah, you would, I think it'd be sort of similar to the thunder. Like, it's it can mean both, but you really only need one. <laughs> it's more of a unit. This team is the Kraken. Because it's also interesting because there's eight players on the court at all times. No, that's not true. Right. What do you thought? Know, like the, uh... if you if you really like if you didn't interrupt me and correct me, people might have not ever said anything. So you you're suggesting that it's eight players on one team at the same time or it's a four on four game? Oh, that's interesting too. I mean, <laughs> no, either I mean either one is wrong. I'm just wondering which one well, you it's meant. eight it's eight people on the court no if you count the refs no if you count the refs it's 13 right well yeah. i'm saying five yeah. on five three refs so three where refs. do you get eight well because it's five players three refs <laughs> for each team oh i see so you're saying like you're like one of the sarcastic fans like sorry we couldn't beat you eight on five it's like oh, those yeah. eight players exactly. are on your team yeah so you're that's not what you meant your home no it is <laughs> no it really is it really is it really is because there's only so, two refs so that'd be seven right okay well so yeah. i meant so like it's it's five players, two reps, and the coach. So that's eight right there. Yeah, there is three reps. I'm, I just okay. keep zigzagging well, so to I, see if you'll call me out or if you know anything. We don't. No, 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 no. Orlando Octopi. Who says no? <laughs> I guess the guy, me, who wants to call them the Orlando Kraken. That's cool. Uh, the Basilisks. Huh? A Basilisk? <laughs> What's that? It's like another fantasy monster. Uh, oh, the Orcs. But Orlando Orcs. orcs. Yeah, Orlando Orcs. That'd be cool when they played the Wizards. Yeah. Oh, man. That would be, God, what a fun fantasy league. <laughs> now you can get back into fantasy basketball. 
You finished second in your fantasy basketball league. I did. Me and Rosie, head to head. And will you ever play again? No, I will never play again. <laughs> the mark of a great league is, is when it's over, you never want back in. I mean, the le- I like the all- I like the guys in the league and like that everybody's cool, but uh-huh. like I don't like fretting. Like I looked, I like set my lineup multiple times, like looking at the waiver wire, do like proposing trades. It's too it just, much. Like it's not that fun to me. It's pretty crazy that you finished second despite all that. Well, because I was so competitive, I like really wanted to. Oh, beat so you everybody. did. You did play well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think I did. I um, every time there was like trades proposed, I asked you and Marty. Mm-hmm. Um, I was constantly like picking up players off the waiver wire. wire, just um, trying to like get a volume, get enough games going when I had injuries. <laughs> You're more injured than the players that you were subbing out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm crippled. Uh, all right. This isn't a basketball podcast. That's this another podcast buckets? I do. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Uh, I figured since um, we're both in the same room, we're hanging out, we should invite one of our other friends to join us. Who? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen him around since you've been in L.A., but uh, do you happen to know if the Game Boys, any? <laughs> oh! Oh, my God! Did you say Game? <laughs> He's already here. Did someone summon the Game Boy? The Game Boy was under the couch. Oh! He must have been here for three weeks. I've been... <laughs> Edging for three weeks, waiting for someone to say game. What if we didn't even get to you today, Game Boy? It I might have died. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, since you're here, since you're borderline about to orgasm, why don't you try to come up with a word that I can search my email box for? And the point of the game oh. is to uh, find an email that uses that word, but only one email. One email. One email that uses this slightly esoteric word. I will choose the word doink. 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 It's pretty good. D-O-I-N-K. Doink, doink, doink. Doinky, doink. Onomatopoeia. <gasps> Huge, if true. There's only two emails that use the word doink. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Not even a spam. This is a true two. Damn. Options are doink thy neighbor as you would doink thyself. <laughs> or am I asexual? Ooh. <clears throat> I guess I feel like I know both of these questions already. I think you know? we I think we should go doink thy neighbor. Yeah, that's at least a dumb <laughs> title. Uh doink thy neighbor written by a lady Ooh. who will call mm, Doin. 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 Jolene. 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 Doinkleen. Doinkleen writes. Uh, hi guys, love the podcast. Recently I went on a Tinder date with a guy where we had a couple drinks, went to his place and made out. We got along fine. The conversations flowed pretty well, but I didn't think our personalities were compatible. I was pretty indifferent about him after the date in terms of attraction level, and I found him to be slightly annoying. As we were on the way to his apartment, we found uh, out that he lives on the same street as me about two blocks away. I can tell that he is really into me, and the fact that he is my neighbor would make hookups so convenient. 
I don't want to give him the wrong idea that I want to be in a relationship, but I'm really intrigued by a friends with benefits situation since we live so close to each other. Should I be upfront about wanting to have a physical relationship even though he seems like he wants to date me legitimately? Or should I tell him that I don't think we're compatible so he doesn't get the wrong idea of my intentions and miss out on potential convenient other doinkage? Should I do something else? Thanks for your help. Doyleen. Doyleen. Interested in the doinkage. So, wait, so she had a bad date, didn't like the guy, found <laughs> is, out he lives close to her, and is now considering having a friends with benefits situation. Just out of sheer convenience. That's not convenient at all. Why? If you don't like somebody, and then you find out that they live close to you, the opposite of what you want to do is, like, make it more complicated. Because you might see them yeah. on the day, You'll, on the street. Yeah. It seems like... Having a bad date with somebody, then finding out they're your neighbor is like, great, More we need more distance. Yeah. Not like, all right, we had a bad date. Oh, but damn, you live next door? Let's, like, you wouldn't, I don't even know if I would recommend having a hook, like hooking up with your neighbor if you liked them. Although this person lives on the same street, but two blocks away. So not a full neighbor, just a semi-convenient down the street, two blocks away neighbor. Yeah, I mean... I don't know how lazy you have to be to be like, I need my hookup buddy to live two blocks away. Like, 10 minutes in an Uber is fine. Let's see where this person you lives. You could be it's on a, your phone the whole time, It's guys. an EDU email address, so I can see. Oh, it's Chicago. Chicago? You're good. You're good. <laughs> There's so many people in fucking Chicago, man. But it also gets really cold. So, like, if you want some doinkage... You don't want to walk more than 30 seconds. I really think on your block, there's like there's like 30 more eligible bachelors that you could hook up with. That'd be cool. A Tinder, but for your block. Like in a densely populated city. Yeah, but You're it's like, just risky. show me the thousand people that live with literally in, on my street. I just think that you don't... I've hooked up with neighbors in the past, and then your entire life is just like... You're about to leave, and then you hear their keys turning. You're like, "Oh nope, I'm, I've got to stay in," and or if they like knock on your door, you have to like be completely silent because you don't want to go to answer it. Or you're waiting for the elevator, and you hear them uh, coming, so you'll like you have plank, to, and right. you have to pretend you're a fucking welcome mat. I've dove down a trash chute before. <laughs> But it was so thin that like my body fell down, but my head got stuck. And then turns out my neighbor, who wasn't even the neighbor that I had hooked up with, just needed to like throw trash away. But I had to just because uh, I thought that my neighbor might walk in. I just opened my mouth and pretended to be a trash can. <laughs> I was probably a trash can for an hour to avoid my neighbor that I made out with three years before that. Uh, yeah. So I just I guess I would just not recommend hooking up with somebody because hooking up with someone you don't like because of close convenience because that close convenience will turn into a inconvenience. Yeah, this is almost like two two cons but only one pro. Like you find him annoying and he lives close. So it's right. not worth it. If he lived far away and you found him annoying, you would never see him then maybe. Or if you liked him or if you didn't find him annoying but he lived close, then that's fine too. Right. But because it's both of those things, we recommend not doing that. Yeah. It's all negatives and you're like, buddy lives close, like which is another negative if you think about it. This guy I don't like who likes me lives close to me. That sounds bad. How quickly can you tell that your personality is not compatible with someone on a date? Are you a quicker or are you like, I don't know, we've only been out once? Right away. 
instantly. Yeah, because also I don't know if it's like a person. I mean, no, instantly. Yeah, instantly. For like even the hug, hello. Not. I don't think that instantly. Yeah. Usually, I could. I mean, I'm married now, so I don't really. Uh, you don't date that often. I don't but you'll date still that often. go out. Yeah. Like so, you'll still like go steady with someone. Right. So like I I deleted t- Tinder, but I still have Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> Hinge for when I'm hitched. Uh, but that yeah, would be I, an interesting open relationship. Is you can you can hook up with anyone, but you could still go on first dates. <laughs> that'd be kind of interesting. So it's like I'll still let you do the bad parts of relationships, which is like getting to know someone, but right. nothing else. Yeah, I wonder if like if you had an open relationship where you could go on first dates. Yeah, that would be pretty. Like I don't think I ever would. <laughs> I'll just get all you're allowed to do is get two drinks with someone, hug them, and say goodbye. But I actually, I don't I, I always liked dating. I never. I, th- I think I hear from people that like are exhausted by it and and that, that never, you never got fatigued from it. That never happened to me. I thought I always thought it was like every time I had a date set, it was like, oh, this like this could go anyway. It'll <laughs> yeah. be kind of interesting. It's, and were your bad dates boring or were they like worse than that? Um, they were just boring. Like I would be sitting with somebody who like I had like um, red flags to me. It was like. I went on one date with somebody who was just like complained about her mom the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, I think you, this is like a negative. You you have like maybe a negative personality or at the very least, like you have a bad relationship with your mom. And I can't relate to that because I love my mom so much. This is I, you like, talking to her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. But I love my mommy. I think one of the stories she told, I straight up sided with her mom. And I didn't say anything. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Damn. But I'm like think, sitting there being like, her mom's, your mom sounds fine. She sounds cool. <laughs> You're the problem. Um, and then, like being rude to waiters, which I never really saw that much. I don't know. I never, I actually, for as long as I was single, I never really had very many bad dates. But you would know whether the personality wasn't compatible within the first date. Definitely within the first date. Were you... Were you somebody that would be like, oh, that wasn't great, but I'll see them again and see if I get to like them more? No, I was pretty, I, I snap judgmental, guilty until proven innocent. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you would know like within a hug if they were not right for you? Not within a hug, but within like the first three minutes of conversation. Right. Voice, opinion, intelligence, height, teeth. Eyes, you're, shoulder. You're talking about you because you show up four foot nine with no teeth, a single shoulder. <laughs> I only have one shoulder to cry on. <laughs> this is me holding up a fucking little notepad. Very nice. What'd you say your name was? Turn around. You look like Picasso. How long is your hair? <laughs> Holding a ruler. I need it for my journal. <laughs> Where are Hold you going? Hold on, my car's being towed. <laughs> no, I think all my quote-unquote bad dates were like just an incompatibility thing. Like, this is obviously we're not liking each other, but now we have to, you know, go through 30 to 60 minutes of conversation. Yeah. But I think uh, it's definitely different for girls because there have been like, I think I talked about this before, but like at least two or three times when I was on dates and uh, the woman would just sort of sigh and be like, oh, Thank God you're normal. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to beat a high bar. Well, so that's like every Every girl that I went on a date with, or just about, was normal. And I think for for girls, that's like a threshold that actually not everybody meets. Yeah. Like, the worst the date can be for a lady is, like, dangerous and creepy. Like, right. we, we would never feel 
endangered. Mm-hmm. But that's like something that a female has to deal with. Right. Like, there's so, a chance that this guy is dangerous and bad. Yeah, the spectrum goes way, way further into the <laughs> negative. Yeah, for us, it's like, oh, that was just, we didn't click. Yeah. That's as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time where I went with, uh, with somebody who got really drunk and then, and I like at the time didn't have a lot of money and she was like, she got two drinks and was kind of wasted, and they wanted to order food. And I was like, oh, no, this is just going to be exp- – I was like, I wanted to get a drink because it was cheap. Yeah. I have like, a, yeah, it was bad. a funny similar story. I went, <laughs> I went on a first date to Dave and Buster's, uh, and it was one of those things where, like, we were kind of not into each other, but we were, in, like, in a very fun, gamey environment. So it was, like, two bored people walking around to different games. And – the way the it works, it's like you don't put in like coins or tokens. They have like gift cards. So she had one for seventy five dollars that I like. I misplaced. I left in a machine or whatever. I couldn't find it because I fucked up. So at the end of the night, I had to buy her seventy five dollar Dave and Buster's gift card and never saw her again. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'll. I have to buy you a $75 Dave and Buster's Was she like a Dave and Buster? Did she love Dave and Buster's? Maybe she got it or something. It's so, uh, so like the date was like, she's like, I have a gift card. We'll go to Dave and Buster's yeah. to use it. Which is a very fun start. It is. It's just, it's funny that like. It was just sad we spent $6 of it, didn't enjoy ourselves. And I misplaced the card and had to buy her out. God, that's so funny. I guess I could have been a real asshole and been like. Sorry, <laughs> I guess I kind of goofed up there. Anyway, it was so awesome meeting you. What you really should have done is just be like, oh man, I'll get you a new one, excuse me. <laughs> Gone, put $5 on it. <laughs> Let's play one more game. Let's not. Let's save it for our one-year anniversary and we'll use it then. I have to go. All right, I'm going to play basketball, I guess. No, no, no. <laughs> There's not enough money for the hoop. Shut out. <laughs> or say, all right, I feel bad. I'll, I'll refill your card. I do have to go to the bathroom first. <laughs> and then I crawl out of the, a crawl space. Crawl into a game. <laughs> Become a trash can at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> For three years, I was a claw machine just to avoid a debt. <laughs> <laughs> I swallowed tokens and, <laughs> and, and sp- grabbed stuffed animals, throwing them down a chute for people. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back and answer some more questions with the Game Boy. Oh, thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by gq and wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired likes them too yeah and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can wait it doesn't matter who's who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah, yeah just go to helixsleep.com slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing it. just take that two minute quiz to, but some people and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now 
Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah, yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. And we're back, Jake. Or Game Boy. Do you have any? Oh, it's a little Um, thanks, Game Boy. Thanks. Uh, uh, but I, I, I do. Jake does. Okay. Um, my advice, yeah. um, and you reminded me of it, uh-huh. is that people should go to the doctor. Okay. Always or? Every day. Jesus. Well, first, actually, when's the last time you got like a physical? When yeah. was the last time you like, went to the doctor? Years ago. I should I, do that more often. I don't think I've gone to the, to the doctor in... Actually, like... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like who knows what my cholesterol years? is. Yeah, I don't I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I don't know the last time I got a general checkup. Right. Okay, so that's one thing. So we should definitely do that. Let's go on, let's go to get checkups. You want to make a little pact? That'd be a good podcast. The checkup checkup. So you get a checkup and then we check up on each other. Oh, that'd be really fun to like it'd be kind of hard to produce, but like a podcast where your guest is required to go to the doctor and then come to you and talk about it. <laughs> they get really alarming news. Results. You got diabetes, baby. <laughs> There's a theme song for it. <laughs> uh, so I went to the foot doctor, a podiatrist, if right. you will. Um, I, as everybody knows, I suffer from <laughs> many different foot ailments. <laughs> Chronic almost. Um, so... I had a friend who also had a foot ailment. It was like, oh, I went to this podiatrist, and they're really great. And they, like, found the problem. Like, nobody could figure out what it was. Um, they took an MRI. They figured it out. They fixed it. She got surgery and is, like, and uh, is doing better. Wow. So so I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I should do that. Because um, the turf toe that I got with uh, our friend Sean in, my, in Hawaii, ago, yeah. 
uh, still hurts. So, so this is not your broken heel foot. No, the broken heel foot, like it hurts sometimes, but like overall, also fine. half the time it doesn't hurt at all. Okay, so like it's it really that's I, I think I can like live with that. I've also gotten an MRI on that foot, and then and people are like, yeah, I can see like it's inflamed here, but there's not really anything you can do. No, so I went to this podiatrist. Um, I told him that the like kind of like the joint near my toe still hurts. And it seems like since I have a bunion there, it's like I just assumed that it was like bunion pain. Turf toe is like when your big toe gets bent back all the way and you feel like something strained. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like hyperextending your your big, like your toe box. Uh Um, So that's like what initially injured me. And then I was like, oh, but I have a bunion. So like once that was over, I was like, yeah, I think that like my turf toe did something to my bunion. My like the way the shape of my foot makes it hard to heal. So and this was like, just your estimation. I went well. I went to a doctor in LA right after it happened, who like took an X ray, didn't see a break, told like saw my <laughs> bunion, and it was like you just, like you should do insoles, you should do like bunion <laughs> stuff, like toe separators. So he just looked to see if the bones were intact. They were, but he never did an MRI to see if the muscles or the ligaments or the tendons right. were fine. And I think she, like, I think that doctor was like we could do an MRI, but it was also, it was like close to with the MRI that I had gotten on my other foot, which didn't do anything for me. So I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. Like, I think, I think it's fine. As long as it's, it's not broken, I'm just going to like stay yeah. off it. Anyway, two years later, it still hurts. <laughs> um, and then I went to, I, but it's, it hasn't been like limiting my movement. Like I still run, I still bike, I still climb. It's just less comfortable. Yeah. The, like the things that hurt the most are just like walking barefoot to the bathroom. That's like. <laughs> that you can't do. At home you're wearing sandals, orthopedic. I, I wear geriatric orthopedic sandals everywhere. I okay. pack them. I I wear them. I do not do anything barefoot. I and, like, And that's because like hardwood on your boned feet yeah. presses stuff and hurts it, it hurts. a lot. Yeah, it hurts a lot. <laughs> So, so you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the doctor again. Right. I'm well, gonna finally like, get hurt a lot. It's like hopping on my left foot. Like that would be basically pushing off my my toe box just hurts a ton, and like having no no shoe hurts the so most. The so most walk- painful would be you barefoot on a cement floor hopping on your left foot. Yeah, that would be excruciatingly <laughs> painful. <laughs> and it's funny because that sounds instantly obviously doctor worthy but you're like yeah but i just won't do that and i'll be fine yeah well because i because i have like a bunion and i'm just like i think that's just bunion (laughs) people have bunion pain so i finally went to this doctor he's like um because you can get bunion surgery so he's like i like you might be it might be like good there's like a 90 percent success rate you'll be pain free in like six weeks and i was like oh bunion is like when your big toe jets out from your foot jets like in it's sort of like curving towards the toes towards my little toe which like like the big joint makes like a little bump outside your foot yeah exactly it's all mine is like almost the size of another toe got it (laughs) you can see you have six toes at this point um so so he's like yeah you can like get this bunion surgery it will reduce your it'll you'll basically be pain-free after this is over which you can't even imagine no and and also like i did that like i think it was like six six weeks on the knee scooter when I broke my heel and it didn't really help that much. And so I'm like, and it was also, it sucked so much. Like I'm still scarred by it. So I didn't want to do that. 
again, I didn't want to like be on crutches for <laughs> two months. It was like, it's the pain's uh, annoying, but nothing is more annoying than like being immobile. And yeah. then he was like, you're, you'll be in a walking boot pretty much right away. <laughs> in four weeks, you'll be 80% recovered. And I was like, oh, that, it feels like I'm at like 60% right now. <laughs> so he did an MRI. Oh yeah. So he did an MRI. And he said, he said that my, I tore my ligament. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a torn ligament. For the last two and a half years, I've been walking on a torn ligament. Yeah, on my left foot. (laughs) Which he could have fixed right away, but you just never got an MRI. Correct. So (laughs) now two and a half years later, he's like, by the way, I can sew it together and it'll heal. Yeah. So like (laughs) my my quality of life from, I could have like uh, not shoved insoles into my wedding (laughs) shoes. I could have like... I just could have had like a pain-free, basically last two years could have been pain-free, <laughs> uh-huh. but I opted, if if I had done six months of recovery, yeah, or no, sorry, six weeks of recovery, and then like six months of like the last 20%, which is just kind of like light activity, like <laughs> I think he said I can still like exercise, um, I would have the last two years pain-free. I would not <laughs> have had any foot pain. Do you know what ligament it is? Is it like he your didn't, big toe or Yeah, it's like, like in my, it's in my big toe. Um, and I think maybe like it's – oh, he said – so there's – I guess there's two ligaments. There's one on like each side of your toe. Like one – it's sort of like, you know, holding it, holding it straight. Uh-huh. And the one on the outside of my toe is – uh, torn, which is like <laughs> allowing my toe to curve in a little bit more. Not like strained or sprained or slightly. It's just completely torn, disconnected. Yeah, just torn. When you took a tumble in Hawaii, it snapped. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He did, he said torn. It, I think that like I don't know what torn means. If it's just like yeah, it's frayed and it's like a little longer than it should be. Or right. I, I feel like snapped. Would, would have been be, more noticeable. I would think so. Maybe it's like a thick rubber band with like half of the half of the width is cut or something. I guess that's what I imagine. It's also, like, as soon as he told me that, I was sitting in my car when he told me, and my foot instantly started hurting more. <laughs> like, as soon as you know, like, it's not just, it's not just my bunion that that I get relief, relief from my insoles from. It's straight up. It's the mental awareness that you are strained, broken, and torn. Yeah. So what's the plan? Uh, my plan now is to schedule a surgery for, I think, no, I want to do it, like, in November, because right. I kind of I don't want to like be on a boot for four weeks in the summer again. See, it's just not. Worth it. <laughs> I've been not I've been me. doing this for two years. I think I'm just going to continue. <laughs> I want to have one last one nice summer surgery day before Thanksgiving. Then you just lay down and force people to feed you. That's through exactly. December. Yeah, that's and, what I want to do. And in late January, you emerge again. And then I yeah, then I get back uh back on the climbing wall. That'd be fun. God, can you imagine no pain in your foot? No, I really can't. What would you complain about 24-7? I mean, you won't shut up about it. I guess I'll probably talk about other pain that I have somewhere else. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I hurt my finger. <laughs> <laughs> just Can you just fix everything? Just put me in a medically induced coma and do every surgery possible. All my appendages. Make me a bionic man, please. <laughs> like, doesn't your back hurt sometimes, too? Yeah, my back. Well, I pulled it. I, I mean, I always try to, after I come back from an injury, I, like, try to strengthen whatever it is that I hurt so I don't hurt it again. Yeah. Um, and I, like, had, so I've been trying to do, like, all these core exercises so I don't hurt my back. <laughs> and every once in a while, those core exercises <laughs> will make me pull my back. <laughs> uh, joke's on you, I guess. Uh, all right. Let's try to find one more, two more questions that we can answer. Your turn to play the game. All right. Oh! Here we go, Game Boy. I'm going to search steroid, singular, 
Ooh, there's a lot. There's 17 steroid questions. Here we go. My boyfriend is a complete lunatic. Help. Yes. <laughs> hey, assholes. Uh, we'll call this guy Gary. All right. Hey, assholes. I'm in the middle of a crazy-ass situation. Me and my boyfriend just broke about three weeks ago, and the result of it was because of his own securities. I'm a gay 19-year-old male who is completely open with my sexuality. Me and him have been through a lot during this short period of time, and I won't get into the details, but with him being bipolar and having a personality... Sorry, yeah, and having a personality, I'm almost scared of this asshole. He keeps contacting me through various social media networks. I've blocked him a million times, and I don't know uh, what to do. Part of me still cares for him, but part of me wants to just completely get rid of him and forget that we've uh, forget we've ever been together. Please help me. How do I get rid of this steroid-taking prick? Yes, Jake, you're really sexy. Oh, thank you. So wow. that was all one long sentence. Right. So that's an example of why we usually screen questions. <laughs> uh, I would not reach out. I would continue blocking him. I would make sure that, I don't know, when people are that insane and trying to reach you, is it better to keep your distance and avoid them? Or does that just make them go crazier and crazier? I think, I guess the one thing that I always come back to when it there's like, issues of mental health in a relationship. I think that's, it's really sad, very hard, but it's not your responsibility. You're a 19 year old. This, this guy has issues that he needs to work out. And you, even though you like, you actually can't help him. You can, there's ways to support him if you like really want to like buy in. But I think the best thing to do is contact people that are closer to him. Like, his parents, his brother, sisters, best friends, teachers, some like somebody who can help that isn't like as tied to as tied to it as you are. Yeah. I also remember this is like a lighter version. I remember breaking up with someone and then trying to be like, I'm not gonna contact her, I'm not gonna respond, I'm not gonna do anything, I'm gonna distance myself and be very cold. And then that just made the other person like angrier and frustrated and sad because like we were in a relationship and now I'm just like acting like mean to her. Yeah. So then eventually I was like, I had a conversation with her where I was a little more warm and amicable, but explained that we were broken up and that seemed to help. I don't know what this guy's done though, but maybe sometimes there is right. something to like giving the other person a little bit so that they understand and don't grow frustrated and angry at you. Yeah, I think everybody is everyone's different. And so if you like are just straight up blocking this guy and and like ignoring him and he's freaking out, you might want to just give him like a tiny little like a, a, a check in to be like, "Hey, I'm I see that you're trying to contact me, but like this is what's best for me. I think it's what's best for you. You need help from somebody else." Right. Like just a, a like a you're not you're not being Letting them know that they're not being completely ignored, right. left alone, left in the dust. That you've like thought about what what is going on. You haven't forgotten about them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see if we can get one more question. Do you have one last word so that we can play the game? Oh, tartar, tartar. I was thinking more of like a beef tartar, but I think if you do it as one word, it's going to end up being like tartar. Like wow. Again, a true two, true two. a, a wow. non-spam, nothing else, two questions we've never answered before. I'm each so with tartar. goddamn good at this 
game. A hole in two twice. Almost harder than a hole in one once. I'd say so. Uh, All right. Do you want dental disaster or filet fish ruined my life via rat battle at Billy Scafuri? I I will tell you that the filet fish ruined my life via rat battle at Billy Scafuri appears to be a a two-page-long rant about the filet fish episode we did two years ago with Billy. Okay, well, shout out to Billy. It was a terrible filet of fish that we got. Let's go with <laughs> dental disaster. Dental disaster seems more manageable right now. And apropos of as we talk about surgery mm-hmm. that you're getting. So this one was written by somebody we'll call, uh, she says she's in a pickle. So we'll call her Vlasic. Vla- very nice. Also, shout out to my dentist who I, well, I'll talk about it after you read the question. <laughs> Another surgery. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> The year, being 33 has been my year of just freaking going to the dock and <laughs> fixing my problems. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for two years. It's going great. He is the love of my life. Here's the butt. He never brushes his teeth. He uses, oh, no. mouth, he uses mouthwash to freshen his breath before work, and that's as good as it gets. He brushes once in a while, but it's few and far between, and he has a lot of buildup of tartar. Is that the same tartar? Buildup uh, of tartar? Yeah, tartar. And I mean, tartar is two words, I believe. Oh, I see. Build up up of tartar and shit visible on his teeth. I can't find a way to bring it up. Uh, As this point, I'm resolved to wait until we get married, add him to my dental insurance plan, and make appointments for him and uh, for us to go together for routine cleanings. That way, it's up to the dentist to scold him for his dental hygiene. That could be years. Help. Okay. Real quick. Your boyfriend's not going to listen to the dentist. Like, nobody listens to the dentist. It's hard. Like, it will mean more coming from you. Uh, I listen to the dentist a lot, but I guess I'm a different guy than this guy that brushes his teeth, quote, once in a while. Yeah, I think you have a basis of caring about dental hygiene. And so when the dentist gives you advice, you're like, oh, I'll heed that. That's that's great. You care about your teeth. This yeah. guy doesn't care about his teeth. If the dentist says something, it's not going to make him start caring about his teeth. God, it must be hard not to brush your teeth more than once in a while. I mean, that's... You look in the mirror. You see... like <laughs> You smell. Just, yeah. You feel it. You do smell it. You smell your own breath. I mean, that's awful. This You should totally say something. <laughs> you should absolutely... Like, this isn't just a... A cosmetic thing. It's, yeah, it's not like I wish your ears were smaller. Yeah, there's the, like things that you can't come back from, like gum disease, and like he might need a root canal. There's shit that you like. Yeah, he it, might lose his teeth. Yeah, you've got to say something. Yeah, um, definitely say something. <laughs> also, like routine cleanings aren't gonna. He, he needs like good daily <laughs> dental hygiene. Yeah, have we talked about the um, water pick recently? We can't recommend it enough. Love the water pick. I started going to a dentist in Williamsburg, and I'm like sort of I have I have a crush on her. Uh-huh. So I <laughs> I've been brushing very often. Actually, I've been brushing not at all, and keep on going back. <laughs> um, I went like four times in three weeks. Why? And, um, well, so once I, just to drop off flowers. I did a. <laughs> She really like can't. There's everything she suggests. I'm like, yes, of course. Let's do that. Let's do that. Like, I need to uh, remove both your front teeth <laughs> and replace them with white veneers. <laughs> I need to put your big toenail as your molar. Absolutely, dentist. You've got it. I love you. Um, no, I like 
I got a a deep cleaning of my gums because uh-huh. like from for me I had years of buildup that even the water pick it was too hardened to oh, get wow. to. So I've like, but I've gotten a fresh start now. So uh, she's chiseled away the hardened food. She chiseled that away almost the became food. part of your yeah. teeth. And since then, like flossing has been a dream. Mm. It, like it doesn't. There's no pain when I floss. Wow. Um, and my like my gums feel healthy. Uh, eating <laughs> eating's easier. I don't know. It's just good. It's bad when you're in the chair. But once you're gone, once you've like have a fresh start and you can like keep it up, having good dental hygiene is so so nice. I guess Your it's kind of like life improves. It's kind of like working out. It's hard to start, but then once you're going and in a routine, it starts feeling good. Right. Once you make it a habit, like now I, I've there were times when like if I had like a long day or if I had like two drinks or something, I I would get home and be like, oh, I'm like not gonna brush my teeth tonight or I'm I'm not. I guess I would always brush my teeth, but like maybe I'm like I'm not gonna floss, and then like I'm you don't, so wasted. You, I don't think I can floss, and then you don't floss <laughs> for like. <laughs> oh man, I'm blacked out. I don't think I freaking floss last. You're night. You're flossing right now. <laughs> Just the dance though. <laughs> um, so I, I, I now it's like part of my nightly routine. I basically can't go to sleep unless I floss. Oh, you need to floss. You absolutely need to floss. But this guy's not even brushing. That's square one. Yeah. Uh, so I think you could mouthwash talk to him about does not it. clean your teeth. You need to scrub. I think you could talk to him about it from like a, a health standpoint. Be like, uh, I don't care about the smell or the look. That's shallow. But you might get gum cancer and die, or I don't know. Do some research about what happens in places where people don't brush their teeth. That's fair. I think it'll mean more coming from a place of you look ugly to me with the tartar on your teeth. And I think that's fair. I think that's like, it's not like saying you're not tall enough or something. It's just objectively unattractive and unhealthy oh to have like your teeth covered in tartar. Uh, you, it's a problem that you need to fix. There's always something, huh? Love of your life, been dating for two years, no problems, but then the to- the tooth thing comes up. But the bad, bad tooth the bad dental hygiene, bad oral hygiene uh, is such a deal breaker. That's yeah. like, it, it, there could have been a lot of other butts, but this one really gets me. Where do you, what do you, where do you land on dandruff? Do you care about that? I, th- well, cause dand- dandruff, I think can persist e- like despite your best efforts. Mm. Some people just have like dry scalps. Yeah. So I think that's okay. Like I get dandruff unless I use like dandruff shampoo. So like there's, there's been periods of my life where I got like the dusty shoulders which seems to be like the equivalent of like the non-brushed teeth. It's interesting. That doesn't bother me as much. Interesting. If I saw somebody's dandruff, I wouldn't. I don't think I would mind at all. Cracked lips, dry lips. Oh, that one bothers me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one bothers me. <laughs> um, what else is there? What else bothers you? Runny nose. <laughs> Constantly runny. Slash That's not really a hygiene nose. thing. That's just. A... Yeah. I don't. Uh, Acne doesn't bother me. That's like sort of a hygiene thing, washing your face. Yeah. But acne is kind of like a genetic thing. Another one of those despite your best efforts. Right. Uh, Teeth are kind of, oh, long nails. Un- unruly, unkempt nails. Yeah. What about toes? You like funky, weird, cracked up toes? I wouldn't, I don't think I would care either way if somebody had nice or bad feet. My feet I mean, my feet are disgusting, so. Yeah, who are you I think maybe say? that's, that's, I also like, 
um, had dandruff at one point. So maybe like, I, well, I had tartar too and it's gross. So I don't think it's like, it's that. It's like whatever you seek to avoid, you also seek to avoid in your loved one. Yeah. It's nice. It's beautiful actually. That's really awesome. You're <laughs> frozen. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. That's our time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in Chicago. HeadGum Live, June 14th, 15th, and 16th. Our show is almost sold out. Yes. Help us cross the finish line. Come party with us. It's going to be a fun weekend. Um, if you have your own questions, your own theme songs, anything, send them to if I were you show at gmail.com. Actually, you know what? The opening theme song was so good. I want to play it again because playing yeah. it just once isn't good enough. I love it. Love this one. Uh, let me give him another shout out. He was Jordan Holmes. If I had a million dollars parody by the Bare Naked Ladies. This one is If I Had a Golden Mic. So thanks, Jordan. <laughs> thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. This song is from the perspective of a sad, short, coy, squirrely little Jewish man. <clears throat> If I had a golden mic, if I had a golden mic, oh my mom would hug me too, not just Jake, that's cruel. If I had a golden mic, if I had a golden mic, well I would be invited back to game night, back off on the doctor dude, alright. If I had a golden mic, if I had a but lonely and horny wouldn't be an exact documentation of my life If I had a golden mic Oh, Jake Hurwitz If I were you If I were you If I were you If I had a golden mic I'd like so many titties on my shelf If I had a golden mic I know I get the turdy this week for wanting it too bad. And you know what? Jake's the man. He gets the golden mic already. That's gotta be a record or something. Getting the golden mic in the theme song. You're the man, Jake Herwitz. And I'm a little, I'm a little turd man collecting turdies. If I Were You Show starts now. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, I'm Finn Wolfhart. And I'm Billy Brick, and welcome to Lackluster Video. Lackluster Video is a film podcast hosted by us. Two friends, writing partners, and idiots who love movies. Each week we're going to be watching and talking about a movie together or with a special guest. We're watching movies from every genre. From micro-budget Japanese zombie movies. To Aaron Sorkin's award winners. To Adam Sandler's least critically acclaimed works. And that's not all. We'll also be talking about movies that don't exist based on randomly generated suggestions. For example, if I gave Finn a sci-fi movie called... 2038 Rapture, starring Demi Lovato and Sean Combs, he would say it's... Demi Lovato has to use her booming voice to save the world, as Sean Combs plays his producer. Uh, they, and they, they have to do this in order to beat, beat it, beat, beat the aliens. It's not my best, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it, that's the game. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, to become a member of Lackluster Video... All you have to do is subscribe. <laughs>